When I read in the Bible that it says we are more than conquerors, I just thought it was poetic language. Like, you know, a conqueror is somebody that wins all the time. So if you're more than a conqueror, I guess you like win extra. Actually, it means when you lose, you can win. And when you win, you win. So being more than a conqueror is actually winning all the time. How's that possible? You're going to have to tune in to find out. Welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. God is preaching a sermon to the world through people's lives. People's experience, history, and testimonies all point to some amazing attribute of God that you too can experience. I interview revolutionaries, fire starters, and troublemakers. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life. A voice that says, with God you can, and with God you will step into the abundant life. So let's get rolling. I'm going to let you guys in on something that the Lord has been teaching me all year. It's actually quite exciting, and it's tied to some of the uh, former podcasts that I've done, so specifically Advanced Words. I think I did that show back in February. And... um, So one of the practices that I do at the beginning of the year is I ask the Lord for an advanced word, a a scripture, a theme, an actual word. Uh, You know, Lord, what are you up to in my life in this next year? Well, this past year, the Lord gave me a word that, you know, I thought was amazing, and that was win, that this year would be about winning. And of course, I got really excited and I thought awesome you know my life is going to be amazing you know okay so it's November and my life has been an absolute roller coaster there's been dark dark times this year and there's been really exciting bright times and there's been a lot of surprises which is you know pretty much like any year but The thing that I'm wanting to share with you guys is this recently, I had an experience uh, at work actually, where the Lord was was teaching me so much. And at the end of that lesson, sort of on the job training, if you will, he finally revealed sort of the big lesson for the year about winning. And it took me 11 months uh, to learn this lesson. I had to go through a lot of circumstances to learn this lesson. And all you got to do is listen to this podcast and you get it. So good for you. No. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so let me let me just um, let me just kind of dig right in. So uh, so one of the things he kind of prepped me on with this word was, hey, uh, winning in my kingdom is not always winning in the world sense. And then he kind of pointed to the cross, right? And said, you know, Jesus was winning on the cross, overcoming death, hell, and the grave. But on the surface, it looked like he was losing and he was losing everything. So, you know, winning in the kingdom of God is not always, you know, what the world would call winning. But there is a way to win. Just like I said in the, the intro, there's a way to win even when you lose. And so what, what does that even mean? So, so I'm going to kind of kind of take you a snapshot into my life. Uh, kind of I'm going to take one week out of my life. It was in October uh, in which it was just an absolute um, stress fest uh, uh, it, it kind of in, at my, in my work, in my personal life. 
and um, and I want to just kind of walk through the scenario with you, and then I kind of want to wrap it up with what the Lord kind of finally re- you know revealed His hand of hey this is what I've been trying to teach you all year about winning. So let's let's just start. So here's the situation. So uh, recently I, I've changed jobs this year, and, and I'm I'm working on a startup now, and it's an extremely intense. And uh, I've been a bit of an adjacent employee, meaning I haven't kind of been in the bullseye of all the intensity, and I've kind of been this guy that's kind of over to the side, you know, trying to make some changes, but not really in the in the fire. Well, uh, sometime in September, um, I was asked to kind of be put right in the center of the bullseye and put in the hottest part of the fire. Uh, I took over uh, an organization. I took over our biggest products uh, that and and it was it's been it's been a ride ever since. So um, my very first so once I got that role, uh, my very first project uh, basically I was voluntold um, to where an executive made a promise to our CEO that something could be done in like ten days, which was really unrealistic, uh, and then. You know, it's like sort of this was my very first project kind of out of the gate, right? I have an organization. I've got, you know, these executives are making promises. And so effectively it was, okay, you've been at this for, you know, a week and a half and I'd been out of the country and it, it was just, it was nuts. And when I got this news that, hey, you need to do this, I've made this promise, do this in 10 days. So it was my very first project. And really, the sort of banner over the project was, hey, we put you in charge. Can you handle it? Right. Are you going to be able to come through? Are you going to be dependable? Right. And so you have all this intensity behind this. And so I said, yeah, well, I made a couple mistakes uh, out of the gate. Uh, one of the ways that so first off, I kind of lost in being voluntold to do something that was unrealistic. I lost in the sense that you know, this is sort of a proving, kind of a test and a proving ground for, you know, are you really the guy or we got to get rid of you? And then I lost in the sense that as soon as I got the assignment, I was so underwater with other things that I was trying to do, like, what are we going to do as an organization? How are we going to operate? What am I going to be like as a leader that I, d- I didn't jump on this situation for three days? Okay, and I have 10 days to get it done. So I just delayed the project three days by by not jumping on it. So in the middle of this, so that was like week one. Week two, I had to be out of town uh, where I had to work 40 hours a week at this uh, conference. And uh, and so I was going to be sort of out of pocket, if you will. So to be able to make this project successful with my team, uh, I would have to work after hours. And this particular area, nobody really knew anything about. And so I couldn't like lean on my team to, to really help me. I kind of had to shoulder it myself because it was a technical area that kind of nobody had expertise in. And so so I had to work full time uh, working at this conference. Uh, and then and my after hours, so 5 to 10.30 at night, I had to work on this project uh, that was going to be due that following week. So that was a loss. Um, the next thing is that uh, in the middle of, of this happening, so this would have been like I flew out of town on a Monday, like maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Actually, that Tuesday, I get a call. Uh, my daughter has come into town. She's flown in from Florida. She's pregnant, so that's awesome. Um, but she's with my wife, and they, I get a call, and they're like, 
Did you pay the water bill? So in the middle of this, basically, I absolutely lose again because I did not pay the water bill and our water got cut off with my pregnant uh, daughter at my house while I'm out of town with my wife. So if you're if you're a husband out there, you know this is an epic fail, right? And so I do end up making some progress against the project, like Tuesday night or Wednesday night. You know, work really, really late um, till probably 11 to where I just physically can't think anymore. I can't do it anymore. And then I kind of, you know, hand hand off the project to uh, hand off the project to the team that I'm working with. And um, and so what I find is I hand it off uh, and then and then it's just like then the you know stress really occurs like what about this what about this why didn't you do this why didn't you do this and so all this stuff happens while i'm supposed to be committing myself to work at this booth at this conference for for a company and they're kind of looking at me like hey you need to stay here and i've got execs and all these people breathing down my neck and and i'm and i'm losing i made a commitment i'm going to be there i'm going to do this where i'm going to help the business and then i'm getting all these other uh, demands. And so effectively, I have to disappoint these people to satisfy these other people. So that's another loss. Um, the team uh, at this particular conference, I think they rented out some amusement park in Orlando, Florida, and all the team is going to go have fun and ride roller coasters. And I'm sitting in like a dirty food court with like brooches uh, at an outlet mall. <laughs> you know, and these are the, this is my experience of <laughs> being, being there. And, uh, and so eventually, um, I survive, right? I survived these like really intense four days. Now I've got two days left to get this thing done. I get back into town. Um, I am so underwater uh, with stress and expectations and demands. And we asked for an extension and they're like, you know, heck no, you're not going to get any extensions. Like I made a promise you're going to deliver. Um, there was, I had some dependencies on other teams and so they ended up getting angry at me because they had to work late. Not that, you know, we were all kind of sharing the love, but as far as they were concerned, you know, that's my fault that they have to work late. And, uh, and it was, I was losing there. And so I get back, my wife is, um, you know, you know, she hasn't lived in this kind of stress bubble. And so I get back, I'm in a bit of a daze, um, we get home and she goes, oh, well, you let the, the dog out of the car. We have a Siberian Husky in whom she loves and, and all this stuff. I love him too. And, um, and I just kind of like walk out of the, the garage and the car in some kind of zombie days. And one hour later, um, she's like, did you ever get the dog out of the car? Well, I left the dog in the car for an hour. All right. And then um, she's, you know, I, I've been out of town a couple weeks at this point. Um, she is wanting to spend some time with me and I like, like hard crash physically at like eight or nine and she's like super disappointed. She's just like, whatever, you know, so that's a loss as a husband. Um, so my reward for all of this, I think I did do end up delivering that Thursday, you know, after like these nine days or 10 days, um, is a vice president does a quick postmortem in which uh, she was part of the team that had to work late. So the quick postmortem is basically, let's dig into every detail of how Troy failed, 
right? So how did he fail and make my team work late? It was very much a vindictive kind of event to try to, you know, say to attack me basically and and to really expose to my executives how I mishandled every single situation. Um, And so we had that meeting, you know, Troy, you did this, Troy, you did that. Uh, Why didn't you, you know, why didn't you jump when this happened three days prior? Um, We wouldn't have to work late if you would have handled this. And I have to follow my sword and say, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've got, you know, three days before I should have done this. All right. So doesn't that sound fun? (laughs) And this show is about winning. Well, every one of those things is a loss. So let me kind of insert in a couple wins in the middle of it. Uh, In the middle of what I just described, I was staying in a hotel that had a hot tub. So um, every morning I got to exercise. Miracle upon miracles. I don't know how that happened. Every morning after the exercise, I got to stay in the hot tub for maybe 30 minutes. And then every night, you know, after I would finish working super late, um, I got to sit in the hot tub another 30 minutes. And then I remember sitting in the hot tub and I feel like the Lord's like, I take care of my friends. And I'm like, what is going on here? But hey, it was a win. I got to exercise every day. That's a win. I got to sit in a hot tub every day. That's a win. Morning and night. Um, uh, we actually met the unrealistic deadline expectations. Uh, that was a win. We actually got it done. Um, in the morning, I was able to spend an hour, um, uh, with the Lord before all this craziness would start. And, and that was a win. Another win was I was able to stay connected through every loss and every win. So every time I would lose or I'd get attacked or I would drop the ball or I would get yelled at, I always felt the presence of God. Like he was just like, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm holding your hand. You know, you're going to be okay. Uh, and then the the sort of one time I, I finished my, my whole work and I really felt like the Lord said, okay, now you can go to dinner with the team. And the team was having a good time while I was, you know, working day and night. And, um, and this one night, I was able to kind of go out with the guys, if you will. And it was a great night. It was, it, I got to know some folks that I didn't get to know before. And I really felt kind of the presence of God. Like it was like, I, you can do this. It's okay. Now, normally, I'd be so stressed, so worried. I would stay in the hotel. I would fret about things. And, and But the Lord was like, no, go out to dinner. Well, you know, the whole Porsche modem and we have to work because of you and this whole thing where they were attacking me. Well, guess what? That was the same night that the Lord told me to go to dinner. So I got a win and I got a loss out of the deal. Um, So the last thing I'll share is that uh, after this whole sort of week, um, I had to, I was going to have to fly to Dallas that next, in the middle of they're like, hey, you got to go to Dallas and do something. And, and I was going to have to fly to Dallas that Monday. My boss stepped in that Friday and said, don't worry about it, I'll take care of it. So that was a win. So what I just snapped, that was like a, a week in my life, right? And, and I'm telling you, like I've never felt like my back was stressed, my heart was racing. Like this was a very, very intense week. But through the whole thing, I never lost my connection to God. And, and so the Lord kind of sat down with me, or I sat down with him, I probably is a better way to put it. And, and he kind of did this sort of thing with me like the next week. I think it was that Monday that I was supposed to be in Dallas. I got to kind of sit down with the Lord and be like, wow, what was that all about? And the Lord started sharing with me. And, 
and I'm going to share just a couple things out of my journal that he shared with me. Um, so I'm going to put on my glasses. Um, so he, he told me, he says, you know, haven't I proven myself more than able to carry you through your worst days where failures and missteps abound? And this week was like a snapshot of that being true. Like, yeah, Lord, you've proven yourself faithful. Even when I felt my worst and under the most stress and it was unfair and all these other things, you never left me. Like, you were still there. And even when I wanted to beat myself up because I misstepped or I screwed up or I messed up, you were like there loving me and sitting in the hot tub with me and helping me exercise and just being with me through the whole thing. He says, haven't I proven myself faithful? And then he says, have I proved myself faithful on your worst days of failures and mis- where missteps abound, as well as the days in which victory is secure with every step? And then this is where it gets good. He says, whether you're failing or you're succeeding, am I not always with you? This is the reward. I will never leave you or forsake you. Success and all going well is not the reward. Complete protection from pain, difficulty, and stress is not the reward. I, the Lord, am your reward. I am the prize. To win in this life is not to win as the world defines it, but to win as I define it. Now, here's the key. This is this is the thing the Lord waited 11 months this year to, to teach me, and I went through so much victory and, and failure this year all the time believing that God's going to teach me how to win. And here's here's the crux. Here is it right here. To win my way, the Lord says, is never, ever to lose connection with me. Your creator, the sustainer of life, with pleasures at my right hand, the rewarder of those who diligently seek me. Seek me. I am the reward. I am the prize the pearl of great price. To have me is to have everything. It is to win every day in every way. And I'll restate what he said before. To win my way is to never, ever lose connection with me. Now let's talk about this verse, more than a conqueror. Okay? So I'm going to read it to you. It's at Romans 8. Uh, 37 through 39. And this is what it says. No, in all these things. So whatever you're going through, you're winning, you're losing, it's stressful, it's peaceful. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. So a conqueror is someone that wins all the time. The world looks at him and says, you are a conqueror. And most Christians think when it says more than a conqueror, that you're going to be one of those like superhero people you know, that everybody looks to and says, aren't you just amazing? Your life's so great. Everything goes so well. You have so much money. You're so good looking. And and the, it's pretty much like you check all the worldly boxes that you're amazing and you're a winner. And because you're a Christian now and you've got Jesus, you're a winner and you're going to look good. You're going to feel good and you're going to smell good. Right. And that's kind of there's a Christianity a version of Christianity that believes that. And honestly, I wanted it to be true. You know, <laughs> like as a Jesus follower, I just wanted it to be 100 percent true. Like I got Jesus. I'm going to win. I'm going to make a crazy money. I'm going to have great life. I'm going to, you know, my marriage is always going to be great. My kids are always going to be great. Everybody's going to smell good. It's always going to go wonderful. It's just it's just not life. Right. Right. 
So, back to the scripture, Romans 8, 37. Knowing all these things, whether you're smelling good or you're smelling like crap, you are more than a conqueror through him who loves us. And then what does he talk about? Like, how can you be more than a winner all the time? Well, you can win when you lose. And that's what he was showing me. Through this whole process, when I said, you know, I lost here and I lost here and I failed here and I failed here, I never lost my connection with God, ever. And he was always there. He was comforting me. He was guiding me. He was speaking to me. He was helping me with my stress. He was giving me some wins along the way. Like he was right there with me in that dirty food court at the outlet mall, eating a nasty burger. He was right there. And, and so going on to verse 38, it says, I'm convinced, Paul says, that neither death nor life, so whether it's good or it's bad, whether you're dead or you're living, neither angels nor demons, right? What God, you know, the angels that watch over us or the demons that are coming after us, right? Neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, uh, nor any powers. That means the CEO. <laughs> that means the president. That means whoever is in your world that, quote, has power, you know, can do things to you. Um, neither, nor any powers, nor now height, nor depth, whether it's awesome or it sucks, neither, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, my sucky, stressful week, my on-the-job training on what winning looks like, I just went through it with you. I lost and I won, and I lost and I won, and I lost and I won. But all the while, none of it separated me from his love. Whether So what does that mean for me? And what does that mean for you? That means being more than a conqueror is winning by being connected to God. And so you get all the resources of God, even if you lose. You screw up. You leave the dog in the car for an hour. You don't fulfill your commitments. You sin. There's forgiveness. There's mercy. And there's restoration. And there's recovery. And there's rejuvenation. And there's life abundant. Life more abundantly comes from Jesus to you in your time of need. And guess what? In the end, though you lost, you won. You have the peace of Christ. You have the nearness of God. You are invaded with the love of Jesus, and it's not dependent on you losing. You win. You don't take that win and go spin off into selfish land and go, you know, say, I did this on my own. No, you are filled with gratitude. You are humbled by a great victory. You are filled with the Spirit of God and with gratitude. And you celebrate that win with God. You are with God in winning. You are with God in losing. And all of this is with God. And with God, you are more than a conqueror. And it's no longer... The, this this superficial understanding of faith that you're just it's just going to go well with you all the time and it's no longer this like low view of faith that you're only going to suffer and it's all going to be awful and somehow God will be maybe make it better it's God with you in winning God with you in losing and that is the secret that is the key to winning all 
the time in life, whether you are, I'll say it, man, I'm just, I mean, I just feel like I'm repeating it over and over again, but it's so powerful. Like we're more than conquerors through him who loved us and nothing separates us from that love. And I'm actually experienced it. I think that's the thing that's so revelatory to me was the Lord's like, I'm going to teach you. And he taught me through failure. He taught me through winning and he taught me through failure and he taught me through winning. And all the while I was so tightly connected to God. I never lost that connection and I won every single day and I win every single day and it has nothing to do with how great it is or how great I'm doing or what my circumstances is or even my own choices. I can still win if I can stay connected to the Lord. So that that's your that's your key. That's the key to win all the time. That's the key to becoming more than a conqueror um, through Christ is never lose that connection. Never. Seek always to keep that connection so tight and it will ride you through no matter what happens in this life. And that's what I've got to offer for you guys today. I hope you loved it. And you guys, go be awesome. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. I am doing a YouTube channel, so we do video formats of these podcasts, and we'd love to have you look there. Okay guys, until next time, be awesome.